T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We have a mic and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what New York sounds like. Money, power, and respect. That's what all these athletes want. That's what everybody wants out here. Joining us right now, from The Athletic, covering your New York football giants, Dan Duggan on the fan. What's up, Dan? Welcome back. Yeah, good to be back. How you doing? I'm great. Thanks for joining us. I mean, especially with the uh, news around Daniel Jones, I figured you were the guy to talk to. I specifically asked uh, Paulie to reach out to you. Because uh, I just know you're in the know. And especially when I blank on, like, little things about, like, the league uh, year when it starts or time frames. Like, I know in, in a, a day, I think the uh, franchise tag window opens and you've got right. a week or two, two weeks. to You know, you're you're a better suited guy to have the conversation with, and especially for the audience. Because, I mean, here at The Fan, we take calls from everyone. And I feel like <laughs> we all go all over the place without, like, actually honing in on what can happen, how it will happen, how it will play out, and letting it play out. So with Daniel Jones switching from CAA to Athletes First, uh, there's a few people speculating what that's for. Um, in your eyes, what do you think the cause of him changing his agent right now is? Yeah, I mean, listen, my first uh, reaction is interesting. You know, it's, you know he could have changed mm-hmm. any time over the last four years. So to do it right now when negotiations had just started, because I, mean, I think uh, – I think Joe Shane said at the Senior Bowl, uh, they hadn't even started then. They've started maybe during Super Bowl week. And here we are, you know, like less than two weeks later, and he's switching agents. So that definitely, it means something. So we're all kind of left to speculate on what exactly that is. I mean, I think uh, there's two schools of thought. You feel, Obviously, there was some disagreement with the agent. So was it Jones wants to settle for less and the agent wouldn't let him? I'm less inclined to believe that's the way it goes. Right. Again, at the end of the day, the, you know, the agent you know, is the employee. I think the other conclusion people have jumped to is that Jones wants even more and was unhappy that CAA wasn't, you know, where the way talks were, weren't progressing, didn't feel um, satisfied. But again, there's a lot there that we're totally speculating because I don't know. I, I can't pretend to know. I uh, gave me too much credit in that intro. 
um, the ins and outs of this decision because it's so fresh. We still don't actually know who it athletes first is going to represent them because that, that information hasn't been officially um, shared on the NFLPA side. My guess will be Todd France. Uh, he's a big-time heavy hitter over there. You know, Dak Prescott, uh, Matt Ryan. Like, he's done some huge quarterback contracts. That would make the most sense. He did the Kenny Galladay deal, so maybe he owes the Giants one there. Um, but, yeah, I would guess that's who it ends up being. And, and you know, as I, as I list his client list, he's not a guy who's, you know, coming in here just to, um, you know, dot the I's across the T's. He, he gets his guys a lot of money. So um, that makes sense that if, if Daniel Jones' goal is to, to maximize his earnings, as it should be for all these players, um, that would, you know, contribute to that change yeah i think it's very interesting i think i got this from your twitter yep uh the quarterbacks that are represented by athletes first uh you mentioned prescott you mentioned dak prescott matt ryan uh, but then you got aaron Rodgers, who's got a ridiculous deal he may be heading this way if some jets fans could snap mm-hmm. their fingers and make that happen and then deshaun watson i just was reading that deshaun watson is about to have the largest cap hit in nfl history He's going to be right under $60 million. <laughs> When you think about this guy, he was out of the league, right? His, his cap is going to be 54,99,300. Like, this is a guy that missed the season and a half. Yeah. And, and for that terrible sense, reasons. Because <laughs> you remember they did that thing where they made his salary the minimum last year so he wouldn't lose very much when he got suspended. Um, so then the kind of the. The bill must have come due this year with all the bonuses and all the crafty, money they push in the future. Crafty management agents, crafty <laughs> guys over there at Athletes First, and right. uh, some uh, gambling men over there in Cleveland. Now, uh, Daniel Jones obviously isn't going to command what Deshaun Watson was going to be able to command, but I remember saying this on air last year. I can't believe this guy's got the largest contract. He reset the market completely, and now all these quarterbacks are like, hey, they didn't have any charges pressed against me mm-hmm. i wasn't out of the league for a year and a half like where's my money um lamar jackson and uh you know now daniel jones now you know moving the conversation on daniel jones a little more the franchise tag is a little bit over 32 million i'm a dallas cowboys fan unfortunately so i was <laughs> paying close attention to the cowboys tagging dak prescott and then ultimately having to pay him more than they ever paid him with the tag, and now they're in a situation with a quarterback that half the fan base isn't behind, isn't supporting, but they owe him so much money that they had to just let him rip and run and say, oh, well, we can't pay Amari Cooper. Oh, we can't pay some of these other guys. All the money's on you, Dak. Lead us to the promised land, hmm. and that didn't really work out. Yeah, no, I mean, that's obviously the the balancing act that both sides are, are working through here because, you know, the fallback plan is the franchise tag. I mean, Joe Shane has made it very clear that they're going to retain Daniel Jones in some capacity. So, uh, you know, everything works from that $32.4 million figure for 2023. But that's not a great outcome for the Giants because, you know, everyone looks at all this cash rates they have. It's around $44 million. Well, if you tie $32 million into it to one player, Mm-mm. that really limits their flexibility because obviously they need to build this roster around him if they're going to go forward with him as a quarterback. Uh, whereas if you do a you know, big money deal. Like we just talked about Deshaun Watson. His cap hit last year was nothing. And even Dak Prescott, looked, you know, he signed a, a $40 million a year deal and his cap hit in year one was like $17 million. So there's big savings, even if the, at the end of the day, obviously a long-term contract, you know, got many zeros in it. In year one, you can structure it so the actual cap hit will be pretty low. That helps the team because now you have, you know, let's just say $15 more million than you would off the tag to re-sign Saquon Barkley, to sign some defensive players, to sign, obviously, you know, then you have a wide receiver, offensive line. There's a <laughs> Many ways those resources could be directed, but that's where 
the tag is the baseline for everything. And now it just becomes, if, if his asking price is too high, the Giants will have to play that card because they're not going to just like capitulate and say, oh, okay, you want, you know, 45 million. I know that's the figure thrown around. Um, then no, we're not going to do that. So we have the tag at our disposal, but that's not the outcome they want. And for Daniel Jones, it's a little bit of a game of chicken because, uh, do you turn down, say, a long term deal worth 35 million a year and play out another prove it year at the tag where, you know, hey, $32 million in your pocket is not a bad outcome for him. But then he has to have another good year, stay healthy. And then if he does, he'll become an even richer man next year. But, you know, going year to year like that obviously has some risk. Yeah, and I mean, it's the NFL. If he stays healthy, if he has another good year, if they're able to put weapons around him, if they're – the Giants are not going to surprise anyone this upcoming season, right? It's not going to be this rebuilding team with the new head coach trying to find their identity, stealing games from these – quarterbacks and teams that are proven like we saw them beat Lamar Jackson we saw them beat Aaron Rodgers this past year two guys that are big money guys I just look at this whole situation and I'm like all of this could have been avoided by picking up that 22.384 million dollar fifth option on this guy yeah although I will say in fairness I, I mean I thought that was the right call because I mean the way they locked that in if he had had another year of injuries and inconsistent play and they go you know they win six games. You'd want to be able to have the freedom to move on because then presumably you're drafted in the top ten. You wouldn't want to have that, that anchor that, you know, they had with Baker Mayfield, they had with Sam Darnold. Like, teams have gone down that path, and it's it's kind of dicey to get stuck with that fifth-year option. So I understood why they did that. They basically took a $10 million gamble, and they said basically if, if Daniel Jones performs the way he ended up performing, the team wins the way they end up winning, we'll gladly pay that $10 million difference. It's just that now that that time has come and, and you know, everyone – kind of starts to understand the realities of the quarterback market because it's just so out of whack where there's no middle class at all it's either you're a rookie or you're on like this you know ridiculous you know 40 million plus or, or you know um you know i'll take my ball and go home because everyone's getting that so yeah um that's where we're at now but with the fifth year option i get why they didn't accept it because i mean he's coming off the neck injury new staff it would have been it would have been a little risky i think to to exercise that but of course now in hindsight you say yeah it'd be nice to have that number to work off of instead of 32 million to work off of yeah and i always remind people listening like no, none of us know anything like we literally don't know <laughs> that's why we watch and a year ago people were thinking that Tyrod Taylor could well not a year ago but going into last year people were thinking that Tyrod Taylor could challenge Daniel Jones for the starting job people were thinking that the giants might win 5 6 games like no one knows anything but now here we are dealing with the reality, and the reality is this guy put together his best year. He's a number six overall pick. Uh, a lot of people want to hold the number 15 against him, and I don't. I, I just don't. Like, the fact that he threw 15 touchdown passes, to me, isn't a knock on him. It's more a product of the offense and how vanilla the offense was for Vanilla Vic. And I also <laughs> add his rushing touchdowns into that mix um, and his, his rushing yards and the threat of him on the ground, if we're gonna, you know, if we're gonna try and take away from the guy with 15 touchdowns, uh, you gotta, you gotta credit him for what else he did. Now, I'm saying that to say this: other quarterbacks in this league, like there's some other chips that have to fall. Here we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, we're talking about Derek Carr, right? Other quarterbacks in this league are gonna look at Daniel Jones and say, "All right, look, depending on his deal, this guy threw 15 touchdowns <laughs> and he got 45 million. Like it's just, I don't know, it's just not gonna happen." Um, so, what do you think the order is? With all of this to play out, because now the window is going to open with the free or with the uh, franchise tag, right. and there's only two weeks for that. I really think like that franchise tag should go on Saquon Barkley, but don't yeah, ask. Yeah, well that that's another. 
that's another complicating factor in all of this. You know, it's one thing if they only had to worry about Daniel Jones this offseason, if he was the only tag candidate. But, yeah, there's kind of these dual negotiations going on. And uh, Whereas I think with Daniel Jones, the tag isn't a terrible outcome. For Saquon Barkley, it is. I mean, you know, we kind of know, it hasn't been officially, you know, no one's officially said this, but enough, uh, you know, reports have been out there that he got offered around that Nick Chubb deal, like $12.5 million, uh per year at the buy, turn that down. So then if he's going to have to come back and play on a $10.1 million tag for another year, again, the same boat as Jones, has to stay healthy, has to stay productive. Like, that is, like, the worst possible outcome for Saquon. Like, he, he wants a long-term deal with, you know, some serious guarantees so he doesn't have to live that way again, you know, because obviously, especially for running backs, their shelf life is so much shorter. But, yeah, so that's another complicating factor. Um, to your point, you know, with Carr, it's really fascinating because I think he is would be a great – sort of trial balloon for what is this, you know, quarterback market going to look like this offseason because of the Giants, they're not going to go below the tag. $32 million, like I said, that's the floor. And, you know, Carr was due to make 40. Obviously, the Raiders didn't want any part of that. But so now it's like, could he be the guy that resets the middle class and he only gets 28 or 30? I doubt it because there's, you know, there's always the supply and demand and some team's going to be desperate who doesn't, you know, trade Brent Rodgers and they'll probably pay him 35, 40. So he might not be the guy that sets the middle class, but that would be the fun one to see if he somehow goes first. And obviously he's free to sign right now. It uh, doesn't seem like he's in any sort of rush, but um, with the Giants, yeah, there's there's kind of strict deadlines here that's going to dictate things. Like you said, the franchise tag window opens tomorrow, runs through March 7th. Now within that, the combine happens, and you know we all know a lot of deal making and conversations happen then. So I think that's when they'll really get down to brass tacks because obviously whoever his representative is will be in Indianapolis, Joe Shane and his entire Army will be in Indianapolis. So I assume there'll be a lot of talks then. And then the clock really starts ticking. I mean, deadlines drive deals in any business, especially in the NFL. So uh, leading up to March 7th, if there isn't a deal, like there's going to be some late nights, March 5th and 6th, then there's going to be a lot of reports flying at that point. And then, if you know, if they have to tag them, it doesn't mean that they're stuck with that forever because you go back a few years ago, they actually franchise tagged with Leonard Williams a second time, and I believe it was 2021. Mm-hmm. And then right before free agency started, they came to an agreement on you know the three-year, $63 million deal. Because, again, it was, it was a leverage play where his camp had the Giants over the barrel because if you're going to lock that tag into one player, it really limits what they could do. So they kind of had to make the concessions, and Leonard got a good deal. Uh, but the Giants had the flexibility to spend in free agency. So uh, I definitely think – I'd be surprised if we find you know wake up tomorrow and, oh, they've, they've hashed everything out, there's an agreement. I think this will go down to at least that March 7th deadline. And then if they tag them, um, you know, then that next week when free agency starts becomes another really big deadline because – Again, they're they're going to want to get their books cleared so they can add some pieces around Jones, whichever way he's back. You know, they obviously need to upgrade uh, his supporting cast. Yeah, I'm just interested to see how this plays out with the other quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson at the top, I think they end up franchise tagging him, but these other free agents, like you just spoke on, Derek Carr, uh, Geno Smith, some of these other guys, like we got to see what these guys command. And then this thing's got to play out with Daniel Jones. I think it plays out beyond the window to franchise tag him. And I don't think they want to use the franchise tag on him. This you know, this is all evolving. We'll see what athletes first does with Daniel Jones. And, and the last thing I wanted to say about you know Daniel Jones with you and hear you compliment this guy or, or, or comment on it, I don't see him as a greedy guy. I don't see him as a guy that puts himself first. But if there ever was a time, it's now. This is a guy that, you know, fans booed when he was drafted. He was booed here at Yankee Stadium when he was introduced. Uh, there were fans ready to quit on him every step of the way, and he overcame and he won. Now he wants his his money. 
but I don't I don't look at him as a greedy guy. I look at him as a team first guy, and I know he wants to win, and he knows he needs some weapons and some other guys around the team. I think if the Giants play hardball long enough, he wants to be the quarterback of this team. I think that they'll eventually win without having to franchise tag him. I reference all the time that when the bye week hit and guys were going to Mexico and going home and doing other things, they talked about Daniel Jones being in the building, trying to get better. And this past season, he limited his turnovers, his interceptions, his fumbles. He had the best year that he could have because he grinded. He stuck to the grind. And now it's payday. Now it's time to you know get paid for the work that you've done. Yeah, no, I, mean, I hear everything you're saying there. I think it's important to separate sort of the football and the business, and I think he seems you know, a smart guy. I think he gets that. And, um, you know, listen, the most beloved quarterback in this franchise's history started his career with a very shrewd business move where he wouldn't go to San Diego and, and worked his way here. And then Indeed. he didn't leave a lot of dollars on the on the table, um, you know, negotiations, and no one accused him of not being a team-first guy. you got to look out um, for yourself. It's not Daniel Jones's job to balance the giant salary cap, you know. Right. Um, but no, I think listen, if it comes down to the the nitty gritty, and and you know that's where maybe the agent will be saying, no, we're not we're not bending, and that's where Daniel Jones has to put his foot down. But um, they do they still have to you know they have an obligation uh, as an agency to get the most money they can. But he also has an obligation. Like I don't think he's going to come in and just take some team friendly deal. That would have been done by now. And I think you also have to remember. I mean, it, it works both ways. I mean, the team played hardball. They could have made this a lot easier. Like you know, in fact, your fifth year option point. He could have played this whole year knowing, hey, I got $22 million guaranteed. Like, imagine how much less stressful life would be for him. Mm-hmm. And listen, he went out and performed. But so now it's like, well, that, you, you've got to have a long memory. Like, this same regime who's trying to squeeze him right now, they, they put him in a tough spot last year. So, I mean, he has every right to, uh, to go for everything he can get. Again, like, at the end of the day, I, I, I agree with your general point that I think if uh, it really comes down to, like, you're going to really hamstring what we can do, maybe we can work something out and, and they meet in the middle somewhere. But, yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, he still has to look out for number one. And, and my impressions to this point is that is what he's doing because, again, he got athletes first. He didn't get, you know, the family lawyer to come in and just look over the language. I mean, he's got people who, who make big deals in this league. So I think that's obviously what he's aiming for for himself. The kid is 25. I think if they figure out a five-year deal and stretch that money out and finagle it a little bit, uh, both sides can be happy. Hey, thanks for joining me, Dan. You're the man. Uh, we'll have you back on as this thing develops. Keep doing your thing. I enjoy uh, following you on Twitter and all your tweets. I've got tweet notifications on for you. You, you do an awesome job. All right, man. I appreciate it. I'll definitely be back to uh, to see where this thing heads. Have a good one, bro. Thanks for calling in. All right. Take care. Ladies and gentlemen, from the at- Athletic covering your New York football giants, that was Dan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Duggan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Hey, must be the money. Danny Dollars. <laughs> Danny Dimes to Danny Dollars. He's going to get paid no matter what. And all it took was one rebuild year that turned into a playoff push and a playoff win for your New York football Giants. Keith McPherson on the fan, tapping right back in with you. 877-337-6666. Unlike Deshaun Watson, Daniel Jones is a guy I root for. I hope Deshaun Watson loses every game he plays. I hope that that's the worst contract in NFL history. I hope the Browns regret that as soon as next season. But Daniel Jones, I I, I kind of want to see the guy get the money he deserves. I kind of want to see the guy get paid. And man, in this NFL, you know, you you pay a guy, and then what the, they're paying quarterbacks goes up every single year. And there's a way for them to structure this contract at age 25 over the next four to five years. Where in, you know, three, four years down the road, depending on what other moves the Giants make, paying the captain, the leader of the team, the face of the franchise, that much money, it won't be as much in 2026, 2027, you know what I'm saying? So we'll see how it all shakes out. And obviously we're fans, so we call the fan and we converse and we speculate and we say, ah, this guy is better, or this guy deserves more, or I franchise tag him, or don't franchise But let it play out. Let it play out. The future is very unpredictable, and that's what's intriguing about sports and even the offseason in sports. We're trying to see what happens, what goes down. And, uh, and I can't wait to see who gets franchise tagged in the next two weeks and who doesn't. Call me up if you want to talk. Daniel Jones, if you want to talk. Giants. Uh, we also obviously have a clip to go to. Um, and I'll, I'll do that after we take this call on Daniel Jones. Joe is in Sea Caucus on the fan. What's up, Joe? You got it. What's up, Keith? How you doing, baby? Shaking and rocking and rolling. What's good? Speak to me. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm feeling good, man. I'm glad that uh, Dan Duggan joined us, and I'm reading different yeah. things about Daniel Jones, and right. I, I think, you know, there's a lot of smoke right now. Uh, he changes his agency and, and all this stuff, but that's that's your quarterback for the Giants. He's going to be the quarterback next year. Yeah, I know. And, and, uh, and unfortunately, the Giants need so much defense. You need more defensive linemen. You need a linebacker. You can use some other help and everything on both sides of the field. But without, there's nothing out there, so you have to give this guy 
thirty to forty over three years tops. But I hate to say, you may have to give him the money and let Barkley ride, only because I don't mind living and dying with Breida and Brightwell. You could yeah. draft you can, a running say, back. You can bring in a running you know back. What I mean? It sucks, and I'm glad you brought up Saquon because I mentioned that too. Like they should franchise tag. Right. Like ideally, you get another year out of Saquon on the franchise tag, and yeah. uh, you you give Daniel Jones the deal. But like in this NFL, I, I went through the other night, and I'll pull it back up because it's yeah. in my notes. I went through all of the last like 14 Super Bowl winners and what they paid running backs. Paying a running yeah. back top no. dollar is not a recipe for getting no, you to you the mountaintop. And, and- and Breed and Brightwell are, are, you know, are decent. You can live with both of them. And they you might not even body. be the guys next year. They might not be the guys right. next year. There, there could be some other guys that come in from elsewhere. Right. You, you need a stud wide receiver. You definitely need one or two more offensive linemen. I can live and die with Bellinger as my tight end. And you need, you can't have the second to worst rush defense. You can't have Love lean into tackles on your team. I yeah, think no, that's they that they're definitely going to improve the defense. That means the garbage which they need another linebacker or two, and they need defensive lineman help for rotation. So obviously you don't do this in one year, but you need – you may have to give him the cash because there's no other quarterbacks out there. Yep, because of right? two things. Yes, yep. thank you for the call, Joe. Two things, right? He's your guy. You drafted him, right? He's yours, and he, he performed well last year. He stands to be better in his second year with Mike Kafka and Brian Dable. He's your guy. And in this NFL, you need a quarterback. If the playoffs don't tell you that, if the Super Bowl didn't scream to you how important it is to have the guy, Daniel Jones is unflappable. He's the same. This guy is so even-keeled right down the middle. Pay that man. You don't have to worry about that man. He's not going to do ayahuasca. He's not going to ask for a darkness retreat. He's going to show up to the football building and lift and watch film. Like he, You don't have to worry about that guy. That's the guy you give the money to. Saquon I love as well because I think he's explosive. I think he's one-on-one. He's a home run hitter. And I like him as a captain that I feel like has seen it through, right? He was here when Odell Beckham Jr. was here. He was here through different coaches. He had to fight through and bounce back. People doubted him. To have two guys as your captains, quarterback, running back, that you know really are the faces of the franchise is great. But something might have to give. You might have to franchise tag Barkley or let him go if someone else is offering money that you can't, can't put on the table for him. Yeah, I mean, the the issue the Giants are going to run into, and they're running into it now, is that he thinks he's better than Dak Prescott, right? He just thinks, he, and he has to say that Dak makes Some days 40. I think I'm better than Dak. He has to ask for <laughs> I mean, that that's, doesn't take too hard to be better than Dak <laughs> at this point right I'm now. Like, you see but Dak he's getting paid for like that. It's like, hey, I didn't... You guys are worried about my 15 touchdown passes. What about the 15 interceptions Dak Prescott made making $40 million? Right, so he's getting paid $40 million. He has to ask for more than that. You start there. And you start there in negotiations because you want to see what they counter with. Right. And then you respond again. You come down a little bit. And then you see what right, they but counter he, I with. I don't think – the question is, is he going to take $35 million? Is he going to take less money per year than Dak Prescott? I don't think, he, I don't think he's going to do it. Then I don't know. I don't that, think he's that's the question. Out. I mean, and then it's going to be franchise tagging and everything like that. But he, there, there's going to be a negotiation, obviously. Uh, but he's not going to sign a deal if they offer him thirty or thirty-five million. million. He's just not going to do it. But what if they give him like thirty-eight? 
for five years. That's still right. under two. That's that's one ninety. Sure, yeah. I think that 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 that'll be closer, but still, it's a little you know, Maybe pu- it's a little punch to the gut. Like forty. 40, like maybe 40, 40 for like the, old, the what first I, year coming in at 40 and then like stretch it. I, I don't know. I'm right, not a so GM. I can, this is going to be a test for Joe Shane, how, right. they, how they structure this contract. Right. You can see maybe if they do like high money, low year, right? So maybe 42 for three years, essentially a bridge deal, right? With an option for a third. We'll give you $42 million for year one, year two, an option for year three that you can opt out and get more money each way. Or they just pick up the option yeah. if Daniel Jones isn't exactly, you know, I, the savior and a top 10 quarterback. Similar to that, yeah. I was thinking, like, if it's a five-year deal and they come in at, like, 38, maybe the next year it jumps to 40, then the next year 42, then the next year's 43, and the next, like, because the quarterback money's going to keep going up. And if you keep this guy around 40 million, that money's not going to matter, like I said, in 2026 and 2027. Right. Um, and they have to keep him because if they don't, they're going to be in the same spot the Jets are in. They're not going to have a quarterback. That's what I'm, bro. They're not going to have a quarterback. These quarterbacks are not a dime a dozen. Right? They have. There's really only a dozen of them that exist. Daniel that can Jones get you is in to... such a good position right now. Mm-hmm. He, and he knows he that. He has everything. He has the Giants right now. He has them right in the palm of his hands. Yeah. It's it's and on that's him. Why he switches it's on to him. Athletes first. Yep. Who finesse this deal for Deshaun Watson? Yep. After he missed a year, right? You don't even know what this guy's going to come back and, and look like. Almost like I think what I read, almost like the Boris type agent for like the NFL, like that type of money yeah. first, go go go. Yeah. So before we play the clip of Derek Carr's older brother David Carr, first overall draft pick of the Texans in two thousand and three. That's off the top of my head. I don't know if that's correct. Um, I'll fact check it for you. But if you watch the NFL Network, you know who um, David Carr is. He spoke about his brother being in New Jersey, going on this visit with the Jets. And I actually haven't heard it yet, but I sent it to Paulie. Like, hey, we should uh, we should play this. I mean, this is obviously his brother, and I'm sure he talked to him. Hey, how, how was it there visiting the Jets? So if we have that queued up right now, let's run it. Not going to be in a situation where he just gets on a plane to right. go have fun in New York, no. which as much as we would love to do that. Would love that. Volunteer is Yeah, it'd be fine. But, yeah, Derek had a great trip. So he went there to, to get a feel for how they work, you know, from the top down. And mm-hmm. everyone he met, and we knew he would love Robert Sala. I've known yeah. Robert for a while. MJ knows Robert. He's fantastic. And they hit it off, and they, they would love to work together. But there's a lot of questions that have to be asked. You know, he has to, he has to find out how the inner workings of – obviously the front office works, but then also – I think the most important thing for him as a veteran quarterback, what is it going to be like as an offensive play caller and a quarterback in that relationship? Todd Downing is there. He has a relationship with Todd. Nathaniel Hackett is also there. So how does all that work? And, and they had a good, a good chat. They, they talked about a lot of different things. And obviously the team is, is just in need of quarterbacks and some stability there. They have a lot of good components. There's a lot of things that are very positive about the Jets. He had a great trip. So it's, it's honestly, it's, it's going to be a long process, though. There's, he really only has the Saints – the Raiders and the Jets to kind of compare those three places. Right. And so he wants to do his due diligence and see as many places as he can to get a feel for what the best place for him will be. I like that. I like hearing from Big Bro. He's not going to tell you everything, but he's letting you know. I think the key thing there is, hey, this is a long process. He's not signing today. He's not signing tomorrow. I know last week some people were saying, don't let him leave the room. Like, it's not it's not that type of negotiation right now. This is a 
greeting. It's a first meeting. Hey, okay, now, so when we talk over the phone or Zooms, we've met. And as this process goes, and, like, he already went to the Saints. That's why I made sure to say, I think in my open, that he was granted the opportunity to visit the Saints while with the Raiders. But his first stop after being released from the Raiders, hey, I'm a free man. I'm coming to New York, specifically New Jersey. And we'll see where else he goes. And his brother says, okay, now he's he's only played for the Raiders. They are the most dysfunctional. Like, they can't draft right. They can't get the front office right. They've had nonsense go on in their organization forever. So he's basing them off the Saints, who have been the Aints for a long time, and the Jets, which, like, those three organizations, uh, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but you know what I'm saying. Like, those are three organizations he has to go off of. And what he's doing right now is something I wish I did. I, I'll forever regret this, but not in a bad way because I still went to the school that I think I awesome, like ultimately wanted to go to. It was awesome, and that's why I didn't go on any other visits. But when I was a high school senior, you get five recruiting visits. You get five. For any young kids listening, go take all five schools. like Or not even take all five schools. If you have five scholarship offers, I have more than five. Go visit, like on your official visits, go to all five, go go to five visits, and and take some unofficial visits elsewhere before you get to that period. You need to see as much as you can see. You need to collect as much data and intel about every single thing. Keep notes and be able to compare it. Me, I went down to James Madison University. School seventy percent girls. Where do I sign? Where do I sign at? I'm good. I took a, I took a couple looks around. <laughs> I think the first time I went to JMU, uh, I don't even want to tell these stories on air. Actually, I gotta think about this one. We'll save them. Yeah, we'll save them. <laughs> we'll save them, and I'll, I'll think about what I can say. But I know I went to JMU in the winter, and I didn't even want to take my visits. Man, they sold me so well, and like you, you got to realize too. Like I ended up transferring away. I ended up leaving that school. So clearly, I should have taken a look elsewhere. It wasn't the right school for me. I didn't graduate from there. Had a blast there. Learned a ton there. And if I, I mean, I have no regrets about my whole path. If I had to do it again, I'm going to James Madison University. They won the national championship when I was a junior in high school. They were looking like the top one double A school. They're not even one double A anymore. I knew about their trajectory and where they were heading and what they were planning. And I, I, I went there, but... In the NFL, right, even like Aaron Judge. We just saw Aaron Judge get to free agency. What did he do? Yeah, I'm going to go to San Francisco, let them wine and dine me. I'm going to go take a look at the ballpark, see everything. You know, I said he he should go check out the Dodgers and the Padres while he's at it as well. It's a rare opportunity that you get where you're going to choose where you get to, you know, finish the rest of your career as a top athlete that's going to command so much money a lot of these guys didn't get to do that. You know, a lot of these guys were drafted uh, out of high school or out of college. And it's like, well, you go report there. Uh, a lot of these guys, you know, it's different. So for back to, you know, David Carr, Derek Carr, rather, I think Derek Carr, I think it's important that Derek Carr was here, that he showed up here. And hopefully he likes the vibe here more than New Orleans, uh, Louisiana. I think there's a lot to offer here. This is New York. I think he knows how, you know, much of a legend he'll be if he comes here and 
wins games for the Jets, ends the drought, gets the drought or gets the the Jets back into the playoffs and out of the drought. We gotta crawl before we walk here, folks. Like I, I hear people all day on the fan talk about Super Bowl. These are the Jets. And did you not watch the Super Bowl? Like Patrick Mahomes. I told you guys week one the Chiefs were winning the Super Bowl. Right here in the same microphone. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> if, if they go back-to-back, I wouldn't be surprised. Or if they represent the AFC again, I wouldn't be surprised. So to think that the Jets are just going to knock off Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence and Lamar Jackson and Shout out to my boy Kenny Pickett. I think Kenny's going to be in the mix with the Steelers. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Anytime I have an opportunity to throw Kenny Pickett's name in there, I'm going to. And Kenny's built like Joe Burrow and Mahomes. Like These guys are locked in. They're, like, they're football guys. They don't, The moment doesn't get too big for them. So as soon as they get all the uh, pieces around Kenny and they get a little bit better offensive line and Kenny has another year in the NFL, mm-hmm. The Steelers, Sixburg, they'll be right back in the mix. So the AFC is tough, even in the Jets' own division. Josh Allen exists still. I don't think you're going to have to worry too much about Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones. And I also don't think you're going to have to worry too much about Tua in Miami. I don't know how long that's going to happen. Like, I don't even know what's going to happen with him being concussed. Um, They're trying to teach him how to fall and whatnot. But, yeah, let's just get a solid quarterback to East Rutherford, specifically Florham Park. That can lead the Jets. If Aaron Rodgers uh, comes out of his hole like Ponsatani Phil and sees his shadow and wants to be a New York Jet, then you, you sign Aaron Rodgers and you do everything to get him. But it's a long process, and it isn't something that's going to be decided this week because fans want it to happen this week. It isn't the type of thing that's just going to happen overnight because we want to know now. We've been talking about Aaron Rodgers for over a month here on The Fan, it feels like. My guy Milton, the cowbell man out in Brooklyn on the fan. Yeah, yeah. What's up? What's up, brother? How's everything? Good, man. I know I'm speaking your language. I, I, I'm talking Jets. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I just wanted to just let you know that uh, there are a few different type of Jet fans. I mean, we got <laughs> one that's always thinking negative 24 hours a day. We got the one who thinks they're going to win a Super Bowl every year. And then we have the one that you call a smart Jet fan that's realistic. And I just want people to know out there that most Jet fans, the ones that I know, nobody's talking about winning a freaking Super Bowl because we get Aaron Rodgers. We're talking about how about just being relevant? How about just looking forward to a season knowing you're going to probably make the playoffs with a high percentage and being on Monday night and having fun watching football that counts yeah. again. The last time I saw a playoff game was like 2010-11. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm a football fan. Years are going by fast. I'm getting older. I am tired of seeing this team. Now it's just getting worse and worse. And all we're saying, Keith, is that if we get a competent quarterback in here, Aaron Rodgers, Carl Jackson, whoever it is, they will definitely be a playoff team, and you give yourself a shot. These quarterbacks just give us a better chance at doing things we haven't done in 10 to 12 years. Nobody in their right mind is thinking the Jets are one player away from a Super Bowl. We know we need a center. We know we need a safety. We know we still got to develop some of the players on the team and, and, and fix the offensive line that's always hurt or, or fix a wide receiver who's always complaining and always deal with a, a defensive coach that knows 
nothing about offense. And is he going to, you know, finally figure it out? Or is he just another Rex Ryan? We know all that stuff. But without a quarterback, you have absolutely zero chance. Mm-hmm. And that's what sucks. You don't want to go into a season thinking that we got some guy from a supermarket at a quarterback and we have no shot. At least with a Rodgers, at least with a Carr, you know for a fact that every Sunday – with this defense and with this team, they have a chance to win and a chance to make the playoffs. And, Keith, that's all I'm asking for. I'm not getting greedy here, man. I'm not being stupid either. I'm not saying Super Bowl. Of course, that's the dream. I've never seen it. I haven't even seen it on my PlayStation. So how is it going to happen in real life? <laughs> so the, the, fact that, the fact of the matter is Jeff fans out there that are going from zero to 100 are ridiculous. You can't say that, you know, we need a quarterback and, you know, we would have made the playoffs this year if we had a quarterback. If we had, I kept hearing that, if we would have had a quarterback this year, we would have made the playoffs. But now you're hearing people saying that if we get a quarterback, we can go to the Super Bowl. Like, they go from, like, Which you is know, nuts. like, from yeah. one. Yeah, Crazy. like, from zero to, to, to even To even verbalize that, and I've heard it on the fan for a couple weeks now, like, we're trying to win the Super Bowl. Crawl before wow. you walk. Like, you're not going to exactly. just go from a, a crawl to a sprint. These exactly. are the Jets. And that's why I said I'm not trying to – I, I root for the Jets. I'm not trying to be that guy to be like, these are the Jets. But, like, these are the Jets, bro. They're not going to just magically pop up in the Super Bowl next year with Aaron Rodgers. No, listen. listen. And if the that's the that... expectation, Milton, that's not yeah. good. You shouldn't be thinking yeah. we get Aaron Rodgers' automatic Super Bowl because no. he's not flawless either. No, listen. The fact is, when if I get Aaron Rodgers, okay, what I'm thinking now is, Finally, I don't. I, I have a leader on the field. I have that point guard. I have somebody who, when the offensive coordinator throws down a, a, a third down and uh, third down and nine plane, he's calling for a three yard screen. Aaron Rodgers is going to be like, "What? Um, can we change this play right here in the line, everybody?" You know, like somebody who's out there that knows what they're doing. Somebody who has experience. Somebody who's won before. Someone who's not going to make us have a you know just embarrass us from week to week. Mm-hmm. I can't even throw a screen pass, the butt fumble, all this stuff. I mean, I'm tired of it. Just give me somebody out there who every week I know he's going to be a professional quarterback and give me a shot to win every week. You just want to look then like I'll, you're playing NFL-level football. Yeah. Keith, when you get to the playoffs, everybody's 0-0. Anything can happen. Yep. Of course the odds are slim that they're going to beat the Bills and the Chiefs. But you never know. The Bills might get an injury. The you know, Bengals got a ton up. of breaks yeah, to get to the Super happen, Bowl two let's, years let's, ago. Let's Walk first. Let's walk first. Let's get there. So all the Jet fans or the people who think Jet fans are saying Super Bowl is not correct. There are Jet fans out here that understand this team has flaws, but this team does have a lot of potential. This team did draft well, and this team would have made the playoffs last year with a, with a decent quarterback. So it just makes you get excited, and it makes you want to see what they can actually do with a competent quarterback. And um, you know, I'm just looking forward to you know, I'm looking forward. To, I want Jackson. I want Rogers, and I. I want Carr. That's my three in that order. And, of course, typical Jets, they're busy waiting for Rodgers. He's going to wind up saying no. They're going to miss out on Carr. And we're going to get stuck with nobody. Jimmy Garoppolo. I've been no, saying Jimmy God. G. They're going to sign Jimmy G. It's going to be yeah. like Jimmy or, or Baker. Hey, let's hit, let's hit the Yankees talk. I know you want to say something yeah. about the Yanks before we go to break. I've been positive. Yeah. You know, this week uh, my, my energy is, hey, it's a new season. I don't care what mm-hmm. Cashman said in Chicago. I don't care about the fact that he didn't necessarily figure out left field and get some of these bums off the roster. I root mm-hmm. for the Yankees. And if this is the year, the Jordan year, that they win the World <laughs> Series, weren't the Yankees founded in 1903? <laughs> so how many years has it been? 
Keith, I mean, listen, it's just, you know what? It's just, it's, it's, the Yankees are like the complete opposite of the Jets. Like, you know they're going to make the playoffs. You know they're going to be good. But you just have that, that's, that, that sinking feeling. They just don't do enough to win in the playoffs. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing this kid playing center field all year. You know, I'm looking forward to Rodon pitching because I, I think this guy is going to be awesome for us. I think our pitching is going to be great. Who's going to close for us? I don't know. Who's going to play shortstop? I don't know. I mean, how do you go into a major league baseball season and you're the New York Yankees, and I can't even tell you right now who's our shortstop? That's the scary part. <laughs> After having like, Jeter for 20 years, that's crazy. Yeah, it's like, like I, I got to go into the New York Yankees, I got to sit here and, and say, you know, if somebody asks me, who's your shortstop? I don't know. You know, who's this, you know what I'm saying? Are they going to keep Glaber? Are they going to keep this guy at third? He's a bum. You know, is DJ LeMay who going to come back and be, you know, Mr. I'm going to get hurt again? Or, you know, hope, hope, gonna hope, play hope week. Got to keep hope. Yeah, listen, I keep hope, but like I said, we're going to have to rely on Cashman again to try to pull off a move again in the middle of the season. Hopefully the guy doesn't get hurt, whoever it is. I'm just looking forward to that because I know I'm looking forward to seeing you. I'm looking forward to seeing the creatures. We're going to have a great season. We're going to look forward to having the ups and downs, and we're going to look forward to playing Houston again. And can we get over the hump? It all depends on what Cashman does in the middle of the season because right now they're not going to be able to beat them right now. Something has to be done. Something, somebody else has to come to this team. Something has to happen. And if Bopey is not playing shortstop for the Yankees, then, then what is all the hype about? I mean, what is it about, man? Like, enough is enough. Bring the kid up, put him to start, and that's it. I'll put Gleyber Torres, you know, I'll trade him and put Peraza at second or put Gleyber at third or, you know, put all three of them in there and get rid of this guy at third base, Donaldson. That's what I would do. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you want to do. What would you want to see at shortstop after I hang up? You can let me know, brother, because I can't be well, I'd rather see one. Of, I'd rather see one of the young guys so we can yeah. reset this thing. Like I just said, we had Jeter at short for 20 years. Put one of these young guys there and let him be the guy for the rest of the like near future at least. But they want to go IKF. They they hug these guys. They're not oh, they're not tradable, gosh. but they're not playable. So what are we doing? Uh, I can't. If he, he listen. He's gonna be a, well. He was supposed to be a super utility guy. That's the funny thing about DJ Lemayu, and um, he was another guy who we came have, here. He we have three of them, be... Milton. We have DJ Lemayu. We have Oswaldo yep. Cabrera and IKF, yep. who are supposed to be super utility guys. Yep. Yep. Oh, and we, look we, what happens. I don't know, bro. You know what? We we can control. What we can control, and that's Section 203. So year, year, year 23 and 203, we'll be turning up the bleachers. I know you'll be there banging on the cowbell and getting yeah, everybody yeah, ready yeah, to gonna, rock. So I'm soon. looking forward to it. Listen, I'm looking forward to it. All I got to say is Jet fans hang in there. It's going to work out. We're going to get a quarterback. I can't even say who it is because I just don't know, but I'm just trying to stay positive, man. I'm, I'm, when I say suffering, Keith, there is any Jeff fan. If you ever ask anybody you're a Jeff fan, if they don't say, yeah, I'm a suffering Jeff fan, they're not really a Jeff fan. Right. My friends, a lot of them. Suffering. Yourself included. Suffering. Thanks for the Whew. call, Mill. Appreciate All right, you, brother. brother. Take it easy, brother. All right. Before we break here, I just thought about, you know, he also mentioned the Astros. In baseball... It's super hard to repeat. It's super hard for a team to go back-to-back. And I wanted to think that, okay, maybe this is a year because they just won it last year. They're not going to repeat. But then I saw a picture of uh, Abreu next to uh, Jeremy Pena, and his tricep looks ridiculous. Like, this kid has been lifting even harder after winning the World Series. I'm like, nah, there's going to be hell to pay with Houston. They're going to still be good. They're going to still be good. The Astros are not going anywhere. The Yankees have to step up to their level. Have they done enough to 
you know, on paper say that they're on that level? No. We just got to watch it all play out. 877-337. A six, a six, and two more sixes. We're going into the 11th hour on the fan. It's open mic time. Whatever you want to talk about, we've got calls for the Jets quarterback situation. We've also got calls for Daniel Jones and his situation. But now we're going to talk Yankees since Milton and I just did that. And I'm going to sprinkle in some Mets stuff. I hope we have Steve Cohen's comments already built in the system. If not, I have all the links, Paulie. Keith McPherson on the fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 